Welcome to, to this episode of Coffee and Cybersecurity. Today, I've invited Lean to the podcast office or the studio, what we'll call <laughs> it. So welcome to you, Lena. Thank you. You are the head of people and culture here in Cyberpilot. And you've been here for a, a little bit more than a year. Yeah. And before that, you worked at Bolia, right? Yeah. So another industry. Definitely but, another industry, yes. <laughs> but it was still with people and culture. Yeah. Yes. Yes. I've been working within people and culture for the last 10 plus yeah. years. So a new business, a new type of company, definitely, but still within the same area yes. and expertise. So. You know quite a few things about people and culture. I hope so. <laughs> and I invited you today, and it's actually Friday, so we thought that instead of having coffee, we could actually open a beer. So maybe we should start with that before uh, revealing what uh, what the topic is today and why it makes sense to have a people and culture in a cybersecurity podcast. Let's do so. I think it's an excellent initiative, this one. <laughs> yes. We are located in Denmark, so again, I guess we, we are used to... Yeah, and it is Friday <laughs> afternoon. It is Friday. <laughs> well, yes. Cheers. I had a quick start. <laughs> but people might think, what are you doing here in a cybersecurity podcast? And I'm head of marketing, <laughs> so... None of us are cybersecurity experts, so we can also lay that down on the table straight away. But I invited you because you know a thing or two about psychological safety. And I and we in Cyberpad would argue that that actually plays a big role in cybersecurity as well. Mm. So that's what you're here to talk about. Yes. Yes. <laughs> and before diving into why that relates to cybersecurity, maybe you would put a few words on what it is. Yeah, if you can. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> a few words. Uh, I think that's the the tricky part about psychological safety, um, because it can be quite a wide topic. But I think if we nail it down to the core of what is uh, psychological safety, it is about creating an environment where people are free to speak up and yeah. feel safe to speak up without feeling uh, punished or hum- humiliated if they do mistakes or have unpopular opinions towards think um, okay. so down to the core that is what uh, psychological safety are so it's about having the the safety feeling that you can speak up in your work life yeah uh, or outside work life if it's another topic or another area exactly yeah. and i do think a common mistake is that we all take for granted that we have a high level of uh, psychological safety in our companies. But the tricky part is that you actually really never know whether you have it or you don't have it. I think the first healthy sign of if you have it is that it, if you start seeing that people uh, start talking about they made mistake or they had this learning or they share their opinions and give inputs no matter to whoever in the organization. But if you have an, an environment where people really speak up uh, and admit failures then you know you are on the right course but okay you can never f- know for sure because what isn't said you don't know no exactly yeah. so it's actually a, a bad sign if you have no errors in your company yeah. basically that's what you're saying yes yes so it's a good thing to have people who make mistakes or come to you and say i've done this and i'm not sure if yeah if it's right or whatever it could be yeah and just because everyone is smiling and you have maybe a high well-being doesn't mean that's the same as uh, psychological safety. That's two different things. But yeah. of course, high well-being and smile is a sign of that people feel comfortable yes. with where they are. But uh, 
it's still not the same. No, there might be a lot of things under the carpet. But yeah. 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 I think that actually also brings it pretty closely to the cybersecurity already. Mm-hmm. Because in cybersecurity, as I think we mentioned a lot of time, eight out of 10 mistakes uh, or security breaches yeah. happens because of human mistakes. Yeah. So it just means that if you work with cybersecurity in a company, you are really dependent on your employees telling you if something happens, because if they don't, you have to find out other ways. And you can do that with some things, but I don't think you can with all kinds of security breaches. No, I so. do think that's why also the keyword for uh, cybersecurity is a high level of psychological safety, because it really helps you. Uh, and I think it actually serves two purposes when we talk cybersecurity. Number one, the obvious one, if you have a high level of uh, technological safety and people come to you and tell you when they have clicked on this suspicious link or they tell you about the failures, you will quicker discover if you have a breach. So you can minimize uh, the damage of the breach. So that's number one. Uh, Number two is that you can take the learnings uh, from the failures or the suspicious link. Uh, So I do think there's two good arguments for working for a high psychological safety when we talk about cybersecurity. Yes, you can avoid the same mistakes in the future yeah. because people actually talk about it. Yes. Yeah, I think that makes perfect sense. Yeah. <laughs> and I think that's also why that, I think then that goes to the same with cybersecurity, as you mentioned, with psychological safety in general, mm. but that if people admit mistakes, it might not be that you have a lot of mistakes, it's just that you know about them. Mm. So that's a good thing. Yeah. Um, then you have a baseline to, uh, to also improve on. Yeah. Yes. So that's a bit about why it's important. Mm. Um, and an example could be maybe somebody sending personal data to somebody they shouldn't send it to. Yeah. Could you admit that? Or do you just like close your eyes and hopes yeah. the person you send it to deleted? Puts it under the carpet and pretend nothing never happened. And yeah. then suddenly we have a case or something that we haven't realized before it's maybe too late and cost up a lot of money. But if on the other side that the employee there to come to the IT manager or HR or whoever is in charge and told about the mistakes, we could have minimized uh, the damage of it much earlier in the process. Makes sense. And I think, I imagine, I'm not 100% sure, but I think this is a new thing for a lot of cybersecurity uh, departments out there. I think historically, cybersecurity has been like an IT job Mm. about setting up the the virus system, the firewalls, the servers, the encryption, and so on. Yeah. So now saying that a, an important part of it is psychological safety mm-hmm. might be a little bit nerve-wracking mm-hmm. if that's suddenly your responsibility yeah. as a cybersecurity uh, person or IT manager. Yeah. So can you come up with some kind of uh, what is the first steps you could do uh, as an IT manager? As an IT manager, um what would be the first step? I think, uh, first of all, we need to uh, be aware of, as an IT manager, and be very humble about that cybersecurity is tricky and not everyone knows the same as you do. So there's no stupid questions. So be humble too that it is actually a very tricky part. Uh, yeah. So, yeah, there's no stupid question and people should feel free to come to you. Uh, so be aware of your own knowledge. I think it's very, very important. Um, then I think it's important when people come to you, uh, you actually embrace 
the message they come with. Yes. Uh, we have a saying, and I think most of us are familiar with it, don't shoot the messenger. Uh, but I would take it to next level and say it's not only about not shooting the messenger, it's actually about embracing the messenger. Uh, so we praise and we appreciate the people who come to us with yeah. uh, admitting failures or admitting uh, clicking on something. I wouldn't necessarily call it failures even, but sharing uh, yeah. these things with us uh, and then learning from the mistakes, sharing the mistakes. So I think just to keep it short, be humble about your own yeah. Knowledge and acknowledge it is a tricky area, uh, and we have very different levels of knowledge within this area. And then, of course, embrace the messenger, not only just don't shoot the messenger, but actually embrace the messenger yes. and appreciate what the person is coming with and share these failures uh, with the organization and the learnings. And I think the most important part here is that it starts in the management group uh, yeah. or within leadership, because if we as a management group start to talk about our failures and learnings uh, because all of us will at some point yes. fall into some... a tricky email or do something. But if we show the organization that we also speak high about our failures, would we do things and show that it's okay, then it's also easier. And that you can learn from it Yeah. in the end. Exactly. Yeah. yeah, I think that's a good point because I think in the end, people are already a little bit shameful maybe. Mm-hmm. I think we've been running a lot of phishing simulation internally. Yeah. And even though we are a cybersecurity company, somebody clicks those emails. And that is a bit shameful. Yeah. So I don't think, as you mentioned, that you should shame them even more. Mm -hmm. It's better to praise them and say, okay, but this is what we learned from it. Yeah. Um, And it's so great that you came forward with it. Now we can actually minimize the damage. So no worries, we will fix it and we will learn from it. So. And that guarantees the next one comes. Yeah. Because if you shoot the first one and say, this is what we are not supposed to do. Yeah. And then they also get fired mm. or something, then nobody will come ever again. Yeah, I'll get a written warning that would, okay, this is a, a violation towards our IT security policy. Yeah. But like all of us can fall into this, like the hackers are getting more and more talented and know better and better how to trick us. So mm-hmm. no matter how highly educated we are within IT security or how used we are to use the internet, I think no one us, no one of us should be arrogant to think that. Well, it wouldn't happen for me because I do think all of us will experience it as, at some point. Yeah. So that's also why I say it's so important to be humble yeah. as an IT manager about that. This is a tricky area and it will happen for all of us at some point in smaller, bigger yes. uh, level. Yeah. And then I think it's also, it's not just about saying uh, my door is always open. Mm-hmm. It's about really showing that when people go through that door, yeah. then it's handled in a good way. Yeah. Because exactly. that's what gets them through the door. Yeah. Not saying that it's open. Mm. Yeah. Yes. And, and inviting them Yeah. to come in, not only saying it, but actually, although when we see it, like share your experience, share the knowledge uh, that yeah. came out from it. Yeah. So can you be like proactive in a way? Are there any examples of how you can, because I think it's also I imagine that the first one stepping through those doors yeah. has the most difficult one yeah. because, because then the rest will see that, okay, it's not dangerous. Um, no, I think, I think I actually will just repeat myself because I think the good example is just when the first one come through your door yeah. is to really thank them and show yeah. appreciation to what they, and then preach them yes. in the organization like, yeah. okay, we saw this and this and this, and it's so great that we learned this and this and this from it. Exactly. So I think, again, it's just repeating what I'm saying, but this is uh, the good example. And then 
also talk more openly in the organization about what happens if we do this. I think instead of just saying my door is always open, be more pro proactive in sharing information about what is cybersecurity, how do we work with it, what do you do, um, ask the employees what they think could be a good way to come around it. Uh, because I think when we talk about psychological, psychological safety, it's also about being aware of when I, as a manager or head of or whatever we call it, the management group, we have to be aware of our own bias. And yeah. as soon as I have some kind of authority, when I enter a room, I have a certain kind of power or yeah. bigger saying, even though we say we don't, then some people will always assume it. So it's important that you are important of your own role and the power you have and actually invite people to come in and yeah. make sure to include them and show that you really care about their input to how we can improve it and how we can work with it. Yes, yeah. perfect sense. So you say the first step is demystifying the topic mm -hmm. in general and also showing the mistakes you're doing as a leader yeah. uh, or in leadership with the other head-offs or whoever it can be Yeah. because that can help people get through the door mm -hmm. and then when, when they get through the door, praise them and yeah. show the learnings. Yeah. And that's basically the two most important steps as I hear it then. I would say, yeah, I think yeah. I wrote five <laughs> down, but I think we, we, we narrow them down. It gives two <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. In, in total. The, now the nuances in it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. And I think it's also safe to say that it's no coincidence that it's you who are head of people and culture in here talking about it and not somebody responsible for cybersecurity and mm -hmm. cyberpilot. So maybe that's also a learning that people don't have to do it themselves. Mm. There might be somebody in your organization who knows more about it than you do. Yeah. So also ask for help in a, in that direction. Yeah, and I think that's what it is about psycholo uh, psychological safety. is It's a part of your culture yeah. in the organization. And IT don't own that area. I wouldn't even say me as a head of people and culture owns it because it's a shared responsibility. Yeah. But of course, as a ASAC group or people and culture, we need to help the organization setting the frames and expectations for how we work with our culture and what is expected and yeah. how we embrace uh, input and, and feedback. Uh, so I think as an IC manager, I would for sure also reach out to my HR department or people and culture department and ask, okay, we need to train this. So how do we train exactly. in a good way? But also how do I as an IC manager secure that we have this kind of psychological safety so people would actually come to me? So. Definitely be, be the best friend with your people and culture team and, and team up with them to secure you have a good communication plan and knows how to to handle this in a in a good proper way. Yeah. 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 So you're not alone with it. It's Definitely not, a, not. It's not the IT department's responsibility. No. But you play a part. Yeah. At least. Yes, you do, of course. Yes. Yeah. And then don't be uh, don't be scared or afraid if it uh, it turns out you get more security breaches. <laughs> if you succeed with this, I would that be more... might be uh, an effect of it. Yeah, I would be yeah. more afraid if you have a zero uh, culture with no mistakes and everything. So I think that's a more unhealthy sign that something <laughs> is wrong here. So yeah. better knowing the five or ten errors failures we have. Exactly. Uh, Somebody that... are making mistakes. We all are, so yes, that's racist. <laughs> but I think that's actually also uh, pretty much my notes. Yes. I don't know if you were... No, I think we got it uh, covered quite well, like in, in basic what psychological safety means and how we can use it in uh, cybersecurity as well. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Then uh, I think we'll wrap it up and 
go to our weekend plans. Yes, for now. and maybe finish that our beer. Finish our beer. <laughs> we and didn't uh, even get to drink that. No. <laughs> and to all of you out there, thanks for listening. If you uh, don't want to miss an episode, remember to click subscribe wherever you're listening to podcasts. And then uh, see you out there. Yes. Thank you. And thank you for coming, Lina. You're absolutely welcome. <laughs>